Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Chatty Kathy. This is Kathy Proheroff. Hope you're doing well. And today's episode is all about you taking action and succeeding in your life. Are you excited? Okay, so we're going to get started with the first step in how to change that victim mindset that we all know and love to drop into when we feel defeated and frustrated and just down on ourselves and turn it around to become more empowered, to become the owner of our own destiny, which truly is the truth. Most of us fall into patterns because we don't believe in ourselves and we've been taught that or we've gone through struggles in life and we've more or less given up on ourselves. And it's that mindset that keeps most of us stuck. And as Tony Robbins says, life does not happen to you, it happens for you. What does that even mean? I'm going to explain and I'm going to give you some of my own story to just elaborate more into this topic so that you can begin to open up your mind to changing it from why is this happening? Why is it so hard? What am I going to do? How am I going to get through this? I can't deal with this and I don't know what to do too. I know I can do this. I have everything that I need and I am making the changes to move forward because I am now on that journey to get there. Before I jump into that, I want you to understand that where you are today and where you want to go is is this bridge. There's a bridge linking those two places. So where you currently are and that goal that you're looking for, that whatever that that place is that you are trying to get to. It could be a financial goal, uh, being in a relationship. It could be uh, you know looking for a job. It could be uh, losing weight. It could be. Uh, changing, you know, your locations of where you live. It doesn't really matter. It can be any pick anything that is your goal. Wherever you stand right now and looking at that goal is there's there's a space between those two, right? You want to connect those dots and connecting those dots is your journey. It's the path. And the thing about that is, and this was my problem too, is many of us think that from getting where I'm not at right now to that place, I, it's just going to take a hop, skip and jump. I should be there right now because I have decided that's what I want and I'm putting in the effort, so why am I not there, darn it, right? How many times have you been frustrated with your lack of results thinking, oh my gosh, why isn't this happening yet? And so I want to dive into that, but I also want you to understand that that dot of where you're at to where you want to go, it's as if you grabbed your phone and you needed to uh, plug in a destination. You need to go find some store somewhere in another uh, county and you got to go there to buy something for, you know, I don't know, your, your work or your business or I don't know, some event coming up. So you have to plug in an, uh, an address into your phone or into the maps and it takes you, it gives you the roadmap, it tells you where to turn, it tells you how to get there and it gives you uh, pretty much the, the directions, gives you all the directions, even if there's detours and it will also give you a, a time frame. Well, obviously when we're looking to get to our goals, we don't always have the luxury of knowing how long will this take me? Sometimes it just takes the time that it takes and it's going to be different for each one of us. But the joy of it all is to understand that that path and that roadmap is the part that we're supposed to be living in and, and being grateful for, where most of us are so frustrated and we just want it over with. So we keep moving back to our starting point and we don't know why. 
So if you consider you plug in that destination that you want to go to in the next city or county over and you get in your car and you start driving there and you're following the directions and you're taking that journey, do you ever on that path decide, is this even working? I'm not there yet. Maybe the roadmap tells you it's going to take you three hours to get there. And about an hour in, you're thinking, what in the world? I've been driving for a whole hour and I'm not there yet. What the heck is wrong? Maybe this is the wrong way. Maybe I shouldn't go this way. Maybe I should have a different car. Maybe I should go with somebody else. Maybe, 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 maybe. And then you turn around and go home. Now, that sounds ridiculous, right? I mean, when I, when I, when I thought about it in this way, in this version, I thought, well, that's stupid. Who's, who the heck's going to do that? But wouldn't you agree that that is what most of us do on our own journey to a destination point in achieving a goal? I want to make more money. I want to lose more weight. I want to meet the love of my life. I want, I want, I want. And yet we start doing the things that it takes to get there. And then we quit because we say, I'm not there yet. Why is it that we think we know the time frame, and we know all of a sudden that that time frame is too, it's been too long. I'm going to stop. And the one thing I want to remind you is I've said this many times over. So if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you've probably heard this before, but there is one secret recipe for success in anything you're working for, one secret recipe. And if you were to take out the recipe and follow this recipe, you will succeed in everything you want in life. And that means you take time and you put in the time to doing the things that work and you add consistency. And you keep these two ingredients going until when? Until you get frustrated? No. Until you get tired? No. Until you get the results. Time plus consistency. I know it doesn't sound sexy and exciting and oh my gosh, this is the best thing ever and I'm just going to go and try this magic pill. But it is the truth. And I'm here to share with you the truth every single day. This is your truth. That if you're not putting in the time and the consistency to stick to that path, that roadmap, that journey, chances are you're not at your goals. And you know what? It doesn't mean you've you've failed. Maybe you're halfway there. Maybe you're almost there. And you just don't even know it yet. How sad would it be to stop when you're almost there? You're on the cusp of that that celebration or that that realization. And then you choose to just go right back to the starting point. Many times we all have all done this. And it's it's a very sad fact, but We've been conditioned in this way. So how do we get out of this? How do we get out of the, oh my gosh, it's taking so long and why isn't this happening for me? Or why is this happening to me? Everything is so hard. You know, I was trying and I had all these things going for me and then my car broke down or somebody in my family got sick or this happened to me and I just keep hitting traffic and I keep having all these problems and I keep getting all these bills. Whatever it is, we complain about pretty much the same things. You know, as as human beings, we're all going to have similar problems um, and excuses and reasons why things are hard in life, right? We've all have our own stories and lifestyles and things that go on in our life. You know, that's all uh, individual and personal. However, the way we think about it and process things can either be in a positive way or it could be in a negative way. And that will sound the same whichever direction we're choosing. 
So if we're moving on that roadmap to our destination and we're looking at the sites around us and we're thinking, oh my gosh, it's another opportunity today to do the things I need to do to get to my destination and enjoying the journey. And then when we fall off track or we take a detour or we hit a bump in the road or we get a flat tire or we get low on gas, do we decide, well, there we go. I'm going to go home now. I'm done. I don't care about my destination anymore. Or do we say, hey, that happened. (laughs) That's kind of annoying, but you know what? I'm okay. I'm going to fix this. I'm going to learn from it and I'm going to keep going because I know if I keep going, that's the consistency. I'm putting in the time. I may as well stay consistent so I can enjoy all of the rewards that come from this journey. And you know what? I'm going to start to embrace the day. I'm not going to feel that it's so hard and everything is so difficult and why is this happening? And oh my gosh, I don't feel like doing this anymore. And instead changing it and enjoying, what do I like about this? Am I even excited about my goal anymore? Because obviously if your goal changes, then stop going in that direction. It's not going to mean anything to you when you get there. For example, I thought my whole journey in my dieting days was that I wanted to reach a certain size. Okay, so two, I have two um, two-part story to this. So on that journey, I starved myself. I, and I've talked about this a lot. I've done so many diet programs and uh, so many exercise programs. Excuse me, I have to take a drink of water. And in that journey... I was miserable, number one, uh, but I did get to that goal. I actually achieved my lowest weight ever possible. I was 135 pounds, which is really, really lean for my body, really skinny or light for my body frame. And I fit into a size four pants, which were super tiny on me. I was so excited that I could zip up that zipper and button those buttons and it felt good. It wasn't tight at all. And the sad thing was, was that was instant and then it was gone. I immediately zipped that up, buttoned those pants, and I thought, now what? This means nothing to me. I was def- I was a little bit disappointed in that there was nothing else. It was just, oh, okay, that fits. And then nothing. Because I realized in that moment that I was miserable with what I was doing. So I didn't want to continue this. And then I knew this isn't going to last This size is going to change because I don't want to continue doing what I have to do to stay here. So now what? And I was really confused at that point. I remember being really depressed and just thinking, what what does this even matter? Why, Why do we do this to ourselves? So then I began to learn more about the body and having more ability to change what's not working. And that's when I started to strength train. And it was soon after that I began uh, lifting weights and I went into becoming a trainer and training myself and other clients and working in that nature to actually build myself up. I decided, well, I'm just breaking myself down and starving myself and doing cardio. I want to build myself up. And even though I fit into those jeans and that size four, the 135 pounds, I still had parts of my body that I didn't like. I didn't feel tight and firm. In fact, I felt a little saggy in some areas. And I thought, how could that be so? I am the skinniest I have ever been. This is ridiculous. So I thought, okay, that didn't work. So I learned from that. First, I'm going to tell you the truth. I felt sorry for myself. I was so disappointed, so down on myself thinking, that's all that I got. I just got that instant. And then I was not happy and I knew I couldn't stay there. Now what? And then I started to research, okay, wait a minute. 
there is a way to empower myself and actually grow my body into the place I want it to be by building myself up and restructuring my body. Just like we build up, you know, you can build a Lego, uh, you know, a, a building or build a house or build something. I don't know, build a cake. You build something up and it, you create something and then you're proud of it. And I thought if I could create that version of me that I'm looking for, I'm going to be so proud. And I did. And I started training and I became very, very excited about the changes and the progress I made. Of course, I had to make peace with the scale because the scale was telling me another story. Of course, it wasn't 135 anymore. And it was closer up to the 145, 150 and then some. So I was really confused with what was going on and I had to do a lot of mindset checks and so it was this one step at a time and I'm pretty much fast forwarding for you right now I mean I could go into detail but it you know took some time and it took a lot of uh, learning and growth but for the most part that next uh, place where I had to uh, come to realization was the fact that when I decided okay I want to be my best. So now that I'm doing strength and I understand what this means and building myself up and eating right, I want to get into my leanest, strongest phase and I'm going to compete in a fitness competition because isn't that what all the cool people do? And isn't that what all the fit people do? Because in my head, I thought that these fit people were super healthy, right? Totally wrong, by the way, but <laughs> I'm going to continue with this story. So I decided, I committed, I hired a coach, I dove in 100%. I'm not going to, uh, you know, I, I always talk this the truth. I was 39 years old. I was going to be 40 years old throughout this journey, and I thought I am learning something at a different age, a different stage in my life, and I had to work really, really hard. It was six months of grueling and I'm just going to say grueling workouts where, yes, I was doing cardio again. Uh, I was doing lots of training. Um, needless to say, it was overtraining, but I did achieve my goals. My foods were all over the place. I followed what my coach was telling me and I hated it. When I say diet, it's probably the epitome of all the diets I could have just accumulated, put together and followed. And it was um, horrid. I'm just going to say it was terrible. And I know I just keep saying, I'm just going to say, but I'm just saying it all. Uh, I went through the holiday season feeling so depressed and I wanted to eat everything. And trust me, I binged. There was times I would just take my spoon because I would get like a tablespoon of peanut butter for my fat. And I would just keep rubbing my, that, that spoon around the edges of the peanut butter jar, getting low and lower thinking, am I at my one tablespoon yet? Knowing full well I had gone way over. But it was that that urge in my body to keep eating because I was so dep deprived and depleted. Anyway, long story short, I achieved the results that I was looking for. I was the leanest I had ever been. My body was so so changed. I remember my sister-in-law coming over the night before the competition and she saw me in my suit and she's like, oh my gosh, look at you. I know you've been putting all this work in. Congratulations, you did it. And I stood there in front of the mirror and I thought, did I? I don't feel any better. I actually feel worse. This is not what I expected. And I was again disappointed. It reminded me of that size four jeans, zipping it up thinking, this is it? I don't like this. And I knew immediately that I remember looking at myself in the mirror thinking, well, you better enjoy it now because this is not you and this won't last because you can't sustain this. And there I took a very long hiatus from any, I, I actually was overtrained and 
I, um, you know, if you've heard my story before, I actually gained 30 pounds in two months after that. A lot of fat because I had been so depleted, very depressed, very, very depressed at that point. Thought that I had just lost everything. I thought I broke my metabolism. Everything I could tell myself negatively, I did. But now I look at it, not why did that happen to me? Why did those happen for me? Now I learned neither of those worked. And you know what else I learned? All of the people that I thought were healthy because they were fitness competing or even athletes, they're not, quote, healthy. Maybe they're fit and maybe their body is, you know, very conditioned for their sport, but they're not healthy in terms of health because health is about the sustainability, that's a big word, to continue to do what we're doing. And athletes, you know that they're pretty much training for their sport. And when the sport's done, they go off season or they retire. So that does not mean when they're in that, uh, in the epitome of their, their training that they're healthy. They're actually far from it. And I realized that about fitness competitors, you know, something that they, they're passionate about. But for me, I was doing it for another reason that really wasn't a good reason. Uh, maybe some people do that as well. I'm sure that they do. Uh, but I learned a huge lesson. And instead of saying, why did this happen to me? I actually did say, why did this happen to me? I thought, oh, I broke my metabolism after that. I'm over 40 now. Now it's all done. It's all downhill from here. And I had to pick myself up and say, okay. What did you learn from these two very different experiences for the past 20 years of your life and this journey that you want to continue? Because now you can put the lessons in order of what worked and what didn't work and create a path, which is pretty much how I created the Superstar Elite program. It's based on what I learned from all of those years of the ups and downs and what didn't work, what did work and what is working now. And it's truly about balance. It's truly about joy. It's truly about enjoying the journey and feeling inspired and passionate, almost obsessed about the end result. And that end result, also knowing that that is never the end goal. We get to that next level or that goal or whatever we're working to achieve. And then maybe we have another little goal to hit. Maybe we want to challenge ourselves a little bit more. For me, it's strength. I want to challenge myself with strength. And then when I feel like maybe I need a little bit more focus on calm, I'll focus more on yoga practice and getting my flexibility a little bit more improved or focusing on my meditation or focusing on, you know, maybe my family or my work or it's all about life's balance. And if we're not balanced, we're not happy. And if we're only focused on the end goal and how fast can I get there, no wonder we keep stopping and going back to the starting line. It, it's, not, it's not a secret, right? It's not a mystery. I'm sure you can look at it now and think, gosh, that's, that just changes things. Now I get it. Why I keep trying to rush the situation because I'm not happy where I'm at. So how about this? What if you chose right now to stop become stop being that victim? And you could do it right now. You can make that decision and right in this moment decide, I refuse to be a victim any longer. I know I have old voices in my head. I know I'm going to struggle along the way. I'm going to have failures, but I no longer accept that I am a victim. And Again, I learned that the time when I was having anxiety issues, and I have shared this story before too. If you haven't heard that, you can go find my anxiety stories in this podcast. But I had terrible anxiety, panic disorder. I kept ending up in the emergency room. This lasted about a span of 10 years or so. And the the worst, my 
just the, the rock bottom place was when I was curled up on the bathroom floor after a long shower of crying my eyes out and why is everything so hard and why is my life so hard and why is it so unfair and this and that. And yes, I felt it and I, I'm not discounting if you get to that place. It is an awful place to be and it is not it is not anything we are doing wrong, but that feeling can't continue. We can't continue to nurture the feeling of what is wrong. Why is this happening to me? We must stand up and say, I own this. This might've happened for another reason. Why? What can I learn? How can I grow from this experience? It might have had nothing to do with my choices, but you know what? I can learn from this. I can grow from it. And that is my only option. Otherwise, it's just dropping down into that pit. And I'm going to encourage you not to allow yourself to go there. And if you are falling there, go seek immediate help. Get the help of a therapist. Get the help of someone that can actually help you get out of there if you are unable to get out of there yourself. So thankfully, I was at a place where I could still get myself through it. I had been seeing a therapist Um, But what really knocked me out was, and I shared this before, was my young children when they saw me curled up on the ground crying and feeling sorry for myself. And then I realized at that moment, it hit me like a ton of bricks. This has nothing to do with them, but it's impacting them. And they have no control, but you, doggone it, have control. Get up off the floor and figure out what to do. And I remember pulling myself up on the the bathroom counter and wearily standing up, looking at myself. I mean, my eyes were all puffy and I just did not look the part to look at myself in the mirror. But I still stared at myself in the eyes and I says, you're going to change this. I don't know how, but you're going to change this. And you stop giving up on yourself because now it's affecting others and people that you want to protect from this. And so that was that moment I decided I am no longer a victim. I don't know what the heck I'm going to do, but I can't live here anymore. This is terrible. And it was in that moment I realized I want to be happy. I don't want to feel like this. I want to feel joyful. So what's stopping you from feeling joy? Well, it's my victimness. Is that a word? I don't know. My victim life mindset. And it's me blaming it on other issues, my weight, my you know, lack of finances, my uh, busyness, my stress, uh, my lack of perfection of life and, and the people that have hurt me and all the problems that are in this world today, on and on it goes. And the people that sit in it feel the worst. And it is a sad, awful place to be. And again, I remember in the deepest deepest, lowest points when I was just in my anxiety days, my depression, everything was at the lowest of lows. I remember thinking, I do not wish this on my worst enemy. It is so awful to feel that low. And that is my understanding. Of course, everybody has their own experience in life. That was my understanding. And I knew that I needed to make that shift. So if you're ever at that pivotal moment, whether it's now, whether you know you get to a certain point in life, or you're just deciding, you know what, I want to make the shift now. I don't have to hit rock bottom because you don't. But you can choose right now in this moment to not allow the victim mindset to continue to pull you down because it will. It's, it's that motion, right? That, that, uh, an object in motion stays in motion. We stay in motion in whichever direction we're headed. So if we're headed down that road of why me, why is this happening? Oh my gosh, it's so unfair. And on and on it goes. 
there is no end. It will continue to go down and down and down. And that pit is so, so difficult to sit in. It is a difficult place to sit in. It's easy to start to fall, but it is difficult to stay there. And it's really difficult to get up if you allow yourself to fall too far down. Again, if you need help, go seek out professional help. That is number one. If you're in that place where you're such in despair that you feel that there is no no other option. There is options. You just need help. So reach out or just call a friend, someone you trust that has your back. Cause I've done that before too. You reach out to someone who has your back. They're going to have your back and then you're going to be okay. It's like grabbing that lifeline. So in it, we can decide, you know what, doggone it. I want to enjoy the journey. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but what if I just choose to just allow myself to move in the direction of the good of what feels good, not what feels hard. You know, for me, it was like, oh, I have to work hard and I have to stress out and I have to worry about everything. And I have to eat only all these little uh, healthy foods that have no calories, or I have to do all this exercise that feels terrible, or I have to get up and do all this work because everybody needs me to do all this work and I can't have any fun and I can't do this and I can't afford that. Everything was a negative. Can you hear it? And so I had to shift. Okay. When I find myself thinking that, what do I need to learn from this, this, example or this lesson, start having fun. Well, then I thought, well, my life's not fun. What's fun about this? I get up, I got to go to work. I got family, I got all these responsibilities. Well, that's your fault. Why haven't you added fun? Well, I don't know. I don't even know what I like to do for fun. How many of us have forgotten about fun? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, if you've forgotten about fun, go check in with the young little under three-year-old child. Oh my gosh, they're having fun all the time, unless they're you know unhappy and hungry, but they are having fun. They're exploring and they're playing. And if you show up and you want to play with them, they're probably going to invite you to play with them. It's that easy to choose happiness and joy, but also it's that easy to turn around and choose not to because, oh, but I can't, I have so much responsibilities and I don't have time for this and everything's counting on me. You know, that is our stories and our conditionings. So in, in this message, message today, I want you to understand that instead of, instead of the thought that why is this happening to me, consider the fact that this is happening for a reason and it's happening for me to grow and move through. I am so grateful of these stories I just shared with you. And I have more. I have other stories I've struggled with financially and we've done so many things in our lives that we struggle in. But if we don't look at it as a lesson to grow, then it's a wasted lesson. It's, it's sad, right? Looking at it and instead of thinking, ah, so awful. I don't want to look at it. I want to bury it underneath the the ground and I don't want to look at it. It's going to continue to fester and bother you, whether you know it or not. So dealing with it, kind of like ripping off the bandaid, what do I need to do to feel better? I need to look at it. Maybe, you know, I, I made a mess of my finances or I made a mess of this relationship or I made a mess of my uh, my goals and my my bot, my weight's all up and, and I can't, I'm, you know, I've gained so much weight, I don't even know where to start or whatever. Whatever it is that you feel that is just too much, you're not in it too much to get out. There's always a way out. There's always something you can do. It might not feel good in the moment. It might feel very uncomfortable. You might, you know, have people that are disappointed in you or upset with you. But you know what? The the faster you can just make peace with that, make peace with who you were when you went through that, and now understanding you are on this journey and you're moving, you're already on your way. Once you set that that goal of I'm going to start taking power, I'm going to start making a way. I don't know how, but I'm just going to, you know what Kathy said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to step up and I'm going to do something. 
And then just write something down. Hey, I'm going to, I don't know, get dressed today, right? I'm going to take a shower and I'm going to do my, I'm going to do my hair. I'm going to look presentable today. Maybe I don't have a job right now, but I'm going to do my best to show up. I'm going to go knock on doors. I'm going to call some people. Maybe I'll give some services that I, I, I know that I can do. I'll, I'll make something, make some foods for, for someone, whatever it is, find what you, what you can do with your, your struggle, your situation and asking someone for help counts right? Reaching out and calling someone on the phone saying, I need help. Researching a course, learning a new, uh, something new, a new hobby, a new, um, you know, just having experience that you can move you, that can move you further in life, whether it's for work or just to have something interesting to be known for, whatever it is, whatever drives you, look at what do I feel like doing right now? What what is my intuition, my inner guidance sharing with me? And I found that the more I can lean into that, that inner wisdom or subconscious brain, like that that inner voice instead of, not the negative ones. You got to get those negative ones uh, replaced. And they'll take time. So again, no judgment on those. They're there because they kept you going in another direction. They actually uh, were there for a reason. And I don't like to blame my negative voices that I have. And I still have them. They're not as loud as they used to be. But they still try to come in and I have to reframe. I usually go take a walk or I do something happy for myself or just shift into a happy or listen to something happy because it's about changing your, your, your state of mind, your physiology, your body. So get up and start laughing or dancing or running or walking and hug somebody. I don't care. Do something that makes you happy. And by all means, begin to change the fact that you are never a victim. You are never a victim in whatever situation you are stuck in. You you can do something. You can show up. You could stand up. You can brush your hair. You can smile. You can make somebody else feel good. It's It could be the smallest little step, but trust me, it feels good. And then all of a sudden you feel a little bit more empowered. You feel a little bit more confident. You're like, hey, I just did that. I made somebody smile. What else can I do? And then it just becomes to begins to blossom from there. And you become better at that experience begins to grow. It's like when you're in grade school and you go through kindergarten and then grade one and then grade two and grade three, all these grades, you don't know everything when you're in kindergarten, but by the time you get to sixth grade and then eighth grade and then 12th grade, haven't you advanced like so much, like you've transformed so much in those years and all the knowledge and everything you've gone through experiences. And that's the same thing. Everything just starts to layer and layer in a positive direction. So don't be in a hurry to get to that destination point right now. Enjoy the journey of of getting there. And all those little stumbles are little lessons you can learn on that journey to become even better. And imagine the celebration when you get to that goal and then what you can achieve after that, because now you've already leveled up. I like to consider it, and I'm going to leave you with this last thought, I because I'm all about having fun. So I, I think back to video games and I'm, you know, kid from the 80s, I was born in the 70s, so 80s, we had um, Atari, I don't know if you remember all those games, you know, all the Pac-Man and Donkey Kong, and I remember playing all these games, and I just couldn't wait to advance to the next level, and that was always my, it just was such a high, and that's what we're here to do, is like, you get to the next level, and you don't want to stay there, but you want to, you want to enjoy the way, so you want to keep going, right? It's not like my gene size, where I was like, this was terrible. I don't want to continue this or that competitions uh, uh, image. I didn't want to continue that either. So having fun. Now I enjoy the process. I keep up. I'm going to be 50. I'm working out. I, I, 
am here to share this journey with all of the members in our program and anybody who wants to listen. You're here for a reason listening to this podcast and you're still listening. So obviously there's something that's impacting you and that's hopefully giving you some value. And that is the goal. What can you do after you get to your goal? How can you then inspire and help and share that message to help other people? Right? What a wonderful feeling. We're here in, in our human body to, to impress other people, to feel, make people feel good, and, and that we brought some of that good feeling to them. That is what we all, we just aspire for that. We want people to like us. We want them to love us. We want to be accepted. We want to give. And when we can do that in our best because we've learned from what's happened for us, there's nothing better than that then we could just continue to inspire and grow from here on out. I hope today's lesson or message was a valuable one for you today. Take action. I'm going to leave you with this. Write down something right now. Right now, whether you tell yourself, if you're driving, don't write something down, but tell yourself in your brain, this is what I'm going to do right after I listen to this because I want to grow. And again, it doesn't have to be monumental. Don't say, oh, well, by Monday, I'm going to start. No, Right now, what are you going to do right now? I'm going to smile at somebody. I'm going to make them smile. And I'm going to think about how I can impress upon the next, what am I going to do the next step, right? Just keep that growing, but do something now. Take immediate action on your journey to that next level and never stop leveling up. Until the next time, have a beautiful rest of your day or night, and I will talk to you soon.